Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we buff skulls with our interesting sinks. Uh, with me this evening is my co-host Russell. He's got nothing. I love it. I had something. Oh. Two weeks ago after I watched the movie, oh. and I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we skipped a week, so... We did skip a week. Sorry. Because we love Dave. Dave, stop oh. apologizing. Yeah, it's not... Okay, fine. It's we know we didn't have to. I appreciate we it. We wanted to. Yeah. I appreciate it. We yeah. wanted you to be on this show. We needed you here for someone to have liked this movie. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh. Wait, wait a minute. Here, come on in. Hey. Uh, yeah, we also have Dave. Ain't no killing what can't be killed. Ain't no stopping what can't be stopped. Hi, it's Dave. That's from Predator 2. Yeah, yeah. So, this week, continuing our AVP countdown of every fucking alien and Predator movie. Ever. Um, We're doing Predator 2, 1990, rated R, one hour and 48 minutes. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, Russell looks like he has something, but no, he just had, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this cup I'm holding makes me want to just hold it for some reason. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, I'm holding it like I'm about to take a big old drink of alcohol. Yeah, I know. But I don't do that anymore. It's just like a fucking off brand. It's a, I think it's a Dixie cup. Uh, like just random plastic cups we got for your bachelor party that we're still going through. Yeah. Cause we wash them and reuse them until they're dissolved in the dishwasher. They're yep. plastic. <laughs> They're not. They're not cardboard <laughs> wax cups. They're not like the shot glass Dixie cups. Um. Anyway, Predator Two. Uh, it's in L. A. This time. L. A. In L. A. You haven't had a Predator until you've had a Predator in L. A. Uh. So, uh, it's uh, the hottest summer on record in in L.A. And uh, you can tell, yeah, and you can tell. Holy shit, you can tell. Literally, everyone in this movie is just drenched in sweat. It's, Danny yeah. Glover is sweat. Yeah, he's just a sweaty boy the he's, whole time. He's wearing like all these like linen shirts and pants, and he's just like wet all the time. <laughs> like everyone's sweating through their sports coat. Yeah, it's like so. Danny Glover plays a uh, um. A police officer, Lieutenant Mike Harrigan. Fucking great. That's a like, great, great action movie name. Um, but, uh, so he's like, uh, the, he's not a lone wolf cop, but he acts like a lone wolf cop. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but he's like, it's all about the team and we're a family and stuff. But yeah, he's like, he drives only... he drives that car in the beginning like into the gun battle to save those yeah. other cops. He only plays by half of the rules. Yeah. Yeah, his rules. Yeah. His half. <laughs> uh But okay, so uh Mike is is a cop in LA and LA in this is like in the future of 1997. <laughs> the far future. Because it's uh, this came out in 1990, like I said, but it's set in 1997, and uh, LA is a shithole. It, it's being taken over by several drug cartels, and there's just like a drug war going on between these different cartels and the police. And uh, it's weird how well they predicted the future. <laughs> um, and it's just a really hot time in the city. 
Hot time in the city. Uh, and uh, so it's it starts off so actiony, just like a nineties, late eighties, early nineties action movie. You know, there's just like dudes fucking shooting automatic weapons at the police, and just people dying and shit. Yeah. And, and then like Glover shows up, and he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" And like, there's some cops that it got shot, and they're like in the in the like crossfire laying in the ground uh, and he goes and he ends up helping them and then they're like oh the feds are telling us that we can't go in the building he's like fuck that shit we're going in um but before they get to the guys that they had gotten to run away into this building the predator gets to those guys first and kills them all. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. So when they get there there's like one dude left and they chase uh Danny chases him up to the top of the building, and uh, guy's Scorpio, right? Yes, Scorpio so. or Scorpion, something like that. Yeah. Um, he's a, a like a, a stunt guy or bit bit actor that's in like fucking everything. Uh, El Scorpio, uh, Henry Kingy. He's in tons of shit in the late eighties and early nineties. Um, but, uh, he's gonna shoot this guy, and instead the Predator shoots him first, and knocks him off the building, and then Danny's like, what the fuck? And he's, yeah. like, looking around, and the Predator's, like, looking at him like, bitch, you can't see me. <laughs> he's, like, fucking John Cena in, like, he's, ba 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 da ba Yeah, the Predator's John Cena is canon. Yeah, yep. Uh, There's no camera. <laughs> Dave's pointing at the camera again. Uh, but anyway, so movie goes on. You know, basically the Predator is like hunting everyone that's like causing all this strife in the city because they're all like, you know, militants basically. Yeah. So what it, it thinks is happening. There's a war. It's hot. It's hunting. So it's killing all these drug lords and stuff, and uh, they keep, like, coming in after it's happened, and then, like, they're having all this uh, strife with the feds that are coming in, trying, and uh, supposedly being, like, the DEA or the FBI or something. Yeah. Uh, and their their leader is uh, played by Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's it's before he went completely insane. Uh, well, I mean, he like he like actually plays this part. He's not just Gary Busey the Gary whole time. Gary Busey. He's not like I'm fucking crazy. Uh, look at the sand on this beach. My soul is in the sky or some shit. Like, How we do today, Gary Busey? I've just seen, fine, Gary Busey. Yeah. I've seen him in movies like that. Like, it's not like that. He actually plays this character, Peter Keys. He's just you know a douchey fed guy. Um. And, uh, you know, they keep losing people. They keep, like, all these gangs are dying. And uh, Danny is, like, getting closer to figuring out what the fuck's going on. They, like, find a piece of uh, the Predator's gear. And they're trying to figure this shit out. Like, he loses his uh, his partner. Uh, what's his partner's name? Where'd he go? Do you guys remember what his partner's name was? No, I do not. Uh, fuck. Why isn't he? Was that Ramon Vega? 
That sounds familiar. Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Was that him? I can't remember. I feel like an asshole now. So uh, he's with, uh, I think it's Ramon Vega, uh, Jerry Lambert, who's played by Bill Paxton. Uh, Ramon Vega is played by Corey Rand. And then um, is, is the other one Leona Cantrell? Archuleta was his partner. Archuleta was his partner. Danny Archuleta. Yeah, he's not even... What the fuck? This, these credits Played are messed up. Played by Ruben Blades. Oh, there he is. Oh, it's because it's a tiny fucking... Uh, what's the, the lady's name? The, the other one Leona. Was that Leona? Leona okay. Cantrell. Played by Maria, Maria Conchita Alonzo. Alonzo. Yeah, okay. So Ruben Blades, uh, Danny Archuleta... Uh, Bill Paxton plays Jerry Lambert. He's like new guy, and he's super annoying, and he's awesome. Yeah, because he's Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Um, I will say he's awesomely annoying in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Robert Davy, uh, plays Captain Phil Heineman. Heineman. There's uh, no camera, Dave. Use your words when you stare at me like that. Oh, I was I was staring at Russell angrily because <laughs> Bill Paxton rules. Yeah. Uh. But like the the predator just like keeps killing people like right in front of them, uh, ends up killing uh, Ruben. Uh, so then Danny's really like on a fucking warpath, warpath because he's personal. Yeah, it's personal now, and he's like been friends with this guy for years. They came up through the academy together and shit. Right? I love that phrase. They came up together. Yeah. Um. So uh, they keep going after whatever it is. They don't know what it is. Uh, uh, Bill Paxton and Maria both end up getting killed in the subway, and that's when uh, Danny starts like catching up. But then, uh, and he has a fight with it, or no, he doesn't have a fight with it yet. He doesn't have a fight with it yet. Not yet. No. He's he's chasing it after it kills uh Bill Paxton and uh Maria Maria Alonso uh and uh he get he runs into the Fed boys. Uh, and he's brought in on their on their secret because they're not actually uh, DEA or FBI. They're actually like military intelligence. Yeah, and they're they've been tracking the uh, predator and know what it is. They know it's an alien. They know that it comes uh, in times of uh, like high temperature heat and uh, conflict, and comes in like hunts. Um, but they're trying to like capture it because they, you know, it has all this high tech shit, and they're like, "Fuck!" If the American military had this shit, we'd be unstoppable. We'd take over the world. Ah, Gary Busey. <laughs> uh, so they have this plan to trap it uh, with uh, some liquid nitrogen guns and uh in this meat packing plant because apparently it goes to this meat packing plant to eat, to eat yeah <laughs> it just like hangs out there it's like oh Got man eat. all these fucking cows just hanging up somebody <laughs> fucking stocked the fridge this predator got it right land in civilization the fuck was that oh fucking dave trying to break my computer sorry uh um, not your pooter computer Gross. That didn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so are you part of the Bussy Boys now? That joke only works if you listen to the weekly. Yep. Uh, anyway, um, 
So they go in there and obviously they fuck up. The the predator kills all of them except Gary Busey, but you think it kills Gary Busey. So then Danny comes in. He's like, fucking, I'll take care of this shit. And he has like an arsenal in the trunk of his car. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, and he goes after the predator and he fucks it up kind of bad. And then it, it, kind of gets the better upper hand on him and then it, Gary Busey intervenes and then it, like it kills the fuck out of Gary Busey uh, and then uh, Danny and the Predator continue fighting and they kind of fight across town and then uh, it it gets away and runs off after he like cuts its hand off or it cuts its own hand off or he cuts its hand off to stop the uh, the uh, self-destruct the bomb yeah the yeah bomb. Um, and, uh, it's, it's hard for me to do this after not watching it for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, he cuts its hand off with its like, uh, chakram, like weird, like nerf chakram disc thing. Yeah. Uh, Xeno weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a really a chakram because the chakram is just a disc with the whole inside is open. This is more like it's a, it's a disc with two like moons cut out of each end. And it's like you put your fingers in the top of it like you're like a like a really spread out fucking uh, brass knuckles. Yeah. And you throw it like that. But it's also like sort of motorized or something. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy it's, ass weapon. It's, it's cool. It's alien tech. Yeah, it's alien tech. But Danny has it now. So yeah. he's going to go fight the he's going to go fight the predator with it. And he follows it and he finds its ship. And he goes on the ship, and you see some Easter eggs on the wall. Uh, and then uh, he fights the Predator. And the Predator gets the upper hand, but then he guts the motherfucker like a, like a goddamn fish. Yep. Uh, with the disc thingy. And he's like, oh, fucking A, sweet, I won. And he stands up, and then, like, a bunch of other Predators show up. Yep. Like a fucking pile of Predators. <laughs> and they're just like... yeah. They're just like stand there and they talk to each other in their alien language. And he's like, all right, fucking let's do this. Which one of you motherfuckers is next? And they're like, nah, bitch, you got that guy. Yeah. It, this was his hunt. We were just watching and they all like start walking away and disappearing with their active camouflage. And then the last one is like, hey, man, you didn't take a trophy. He doesn't actually say anything. He, you know, yeah. they don't talk. But he's like hands him a gun from like the 1700s, like a pi like a fucking flintlock. Yeah, and hands it to him. He's like, "Here's a trophy," and then he turns around and walks away. And then they like start the ship up because they're going home. And Danny's like, "I don't want to go," so he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> and he jumps off the ship and like runs off, and like the ship starts up, and he almost dies anyway. And that's basically the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little yeah. housekeeping, a little wrap up, but Yeah, I mean like yeah, the cops show up and Danny's okay and Yeah. There's not like a like it's weird watching the older movies because you don't get like a full sense of it being over, like hardly ever. Like you don't get a whole Yeah like piece at the end that like wraps up that person's Yeah. You know. It's just kinda like the conflict is over, this person lived the cops are here now. Yeah. This is the end of the story. They don't like be like, and then he like, you know, 
the him and the girl are like sitting at their house that you know him and yeah. the girl that, that was the random love interest are sitting at their house and you know they have a kid now and like he has the gun over his mantle and like you know they don't do that yeah. thing yeah. uh which i think that I, I i like that you don't need that like some stuff needs it because right. like you've got to wrap the shit up but like some i like the way like I like the way like this ends and I like the way like uh the first predator ends and like the way yeah. the alien ends. Yeah, it serves the, aliens it like serves the story well. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think it's also not like spoon feeding people because like that's the thing that we always talk about bitching about is like Yeah. The good guys won or the good guys lost. You don't need you know, cause like also yeah. everything is setting up sequels and shit now right every yeah. everybody's trying to start their ip yeah and they don't want to start it naturally like these movies started these naturally yeah and you know alien and aliens kind of like had the open endings where they like just they escaped but they're still in space yeah you know but like they weren't like and then there was this thing you know yeah yeah you get like you get a, a weird sense that you know maybe it's over maybe it's not yeah you know because he didn't like go to the predator planet and kill all the predators, right? So that's good. Uh, predators would have hated that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they'd have been Covenant. a fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this movie's better than Covenant. Oh, hundred percent. This movie's better than a lot of movies. I like um, this movie a lot. So, so, so I was. I don't know if I said it on the Predator episode, but I was correct, uh, at least on based on my personal preference. Um, I think this is a better movie than the first Predator. Hmm. Uh, I kind of agree. It's a different movie. Yeah. So this one focuses on the Predator a lot. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah. No, you're good, man. You talk. You talk more. Uh, this uh, this one focuses on the Predator a lot more, which I like a lot. You learn yes. more about the Predator. He's got his cool weapons. Yeah. That like weird thing he does when he heals himself, where he like melts plaster. Yes. Which is weird, but super cool. Yeah. Always been one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't, you don't get anything like that in the first one. Yeah. You do. There's a very short scene where he, like, pulls out, like, a med kit. Like, a weird-ass med kit and works on himself. Uh, yeah. But it's a lot shorter than the scene in this one. Yeah. This one's more, like, you feel like the Predator is actually in danger. Yeah. In this one. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the in the first one, you, you're like, oh, man, this guy is, like, this Predator thing is a complete fucking badass. Yeah. Like, and so the other thing I like that this movie does is it sets up that Predator wants to fight the Apex Predator. Yes. And, like, we, I, they're all, like apex predators because they're all like these militant fucking giant bodybuilder dudes in the first one right yeah yeah but like this one he's just he's just like fighting a dude and he and like the first scene when danny glover like drives that car into the thing and you get that the predator's like watching it mm -hmm. and he like kind of focuses in on danny glover yeah like that's a really cool moment that the movie sets up because that's where you start to get the sense that oh he he like he wants to fight that fucking guy yeah that's the guy he's there to fight and he, he like you know you, you feel like the predator realizes it and i think that that's super cool like because there's actually a lot of depth i think to this movie whereas like the first predator there's like some but it's like this is a fucking action movie it was like this one i i i felt like i got a lot more out of Mm. Like between 
between Danny Glover's character and like having like like I mean he's kind of like an archetype character, but he you like get a sense of him caring and stuff about like the other people and yeah yeah like and then his partner Archuleta, I think is a super interesting character, and he dies and when he dies I care about him I'm 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 just as upset when he dies as like Danny Glover is maybe yeah. not just as upset but yeah because I'm watching the movie yeah <laughs> not, You're not living there. <laughs> but you you get like a really good sense of Archuleta's character with before he dies so it's like and you get a little bit of that with some of the characters in the first predator but yeah but there's a lot of them yeah, there's a lot of them, and and the only reason any of them, other than like, the only re- the only real reason any of them like hold any weight on their deaths in the first one is because they're like you know them as actors. Yeah, and you're like, fuck, I didn't want that guy to die. Or they're like, they're pretty much cool the stuff. only people in the in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So like, as a whole, I do think this one is better, and I like this one a lot. I like the first one. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I really like this one. I agreed. I, I I might like the first a little more because it's like more of an action guy, but this one's right up there. Yeah. Like it's almost hard for me to like pick. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this one has a lot of the like '80s and '90s action going on in it. It's just like it also focuses a lot on like uh them trying to figure out what's going on, as opposed to like them just picking it up as they go in the yeah. first one. Yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, okay, oh oh, that's it's a alien, and they're like, you know, they don't really like investigate where they're they're sort of doing some investigative stuff. It's very dumbed down. It's not it's not a detective movie. Yeah, but it's you know they actually like are being police sort of. Yeah, you know, or detectives. Yeah, uh, it has a it has like a almost procedural vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that makes it very interesting because like the first one definitely could just be described as like it's commando with uh alien like it's more than that but like that's you could describe it like that yeah Yeah. where this is more like the last boy scout with an alien (laughs) which is yeah which is like is is a totally different thing yeah while being similar and part of a series. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's very... I, I like this one a lot, uh, but it definitely has, like, a lot of the uh, the action tropes going on. Like, they all have the most ridiculous fucking guns. Like, yeah. the 90s were just like, yeah. Like, I always think about Tango and Cash. Because, like, <laughs> in Tango and Cash, fucking uh, Kurt Russell has that goddamn... Uh, like laser the giant tube laser yeah that's like a inch diameter tube on his gun and like they do the same thing in this like uh danny has a fucking desert eagle and it's got a giant fucking laser on it and uh like archuleta and uh cantrell both have completely ridiculous guns. Yeah, they got weird like attachments to it yeah. and shit. And it's like, man, they should have had flashlights. Because <laughs> there's a lot of times where it's like, man, you guys need a flashlight. You don't need that laser or whatever the fuck you got on there. You need a flashlight, bro. Yeah. Uh, 
I think Lambert's gun was kind of normal. I don't remember. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I don't think it was crazy like the the other people's, but like it was just funny because like there's so much. It's almost gun porn in in this movie because yeah. there's like all the dudes in in the uh the uh cartels have like crazy ass guns and like everybody's just shooting all the time. Like the first scene very much reminds me of like a better done version of like them attacking the uh the terrorist base in the first the one. First one, yeah, I can see that. Like the ver- the first scene is just like people unloading at each other, and like and then eventually like some people dying, and yeah. it's it's just nutty. But like it's it's a little it's not I don't know that it's toned down, but it's like just better done. Um. But it's very much like a a '90s like cop action movie feel to it at the, in the yeah. beginning, yeah. Uh, and like it keeps that up, other than the scenes where the predator is killing people, and then it's like a fucking horror movie, which is awesome. Yeah, and I really like the predator, like how it kills people in this movie. Like in in uh, Predator One, like. There's always like the oh he's got the three dots on him he's gonna get hit with the plasma caster plasma which I caster. know what it's called now because <laughs> I didn't get it in the fucking game last in the last episode, uh, in the last episode of the weekly um, but uh, like this it's more like they're hanging out and then like that might start it. Or it might just be like a dude getting like fucking speared or hit with the steel net or whatever. Yeah, the steel net was cool. Yeah, the yeah. steel net is awesome. Or the fucking discus thingy. Like, and he's just like ripping people to shreds and like skinning them and yeah. hanging them up. Yeah, multiple people at a time, not just like picking off one at a time now. And it's, it, it's, it just has a different feel to it, I think. Like, yeah. this movie definitely has a different feel. Um, I think they were a little bit beyond their means as far as effects go, because like some yeah. of the effects are a little cheesy, but like all the practical stuff looked fantastic. All the like blood and guts and the the yeah. predator always looks great. Oh yeah, continued yeah. to look great in this. All the other predators look really good at the end. Um, there's some good like explosions and like. I like how they did some of the stuff with uh, the the meat packing plant scene. Yeah, with the like different m- means of vision and like the predators like figures out that they can see him, so he like he's like flipping and flipping he can't see through yeah. them. He can't see them with his heat vision, so he's like flipping through his different uh, modes of vision until he can see people and like all that stuff. I think was great. Yeah, uh, it was really that was well great done. Too. Um, I don't yeah, because you don't you don't get the different modes of vision in the first one, right? No. Yeah, it's just the heat vision. I yeah, think. Yeah, he just has the heat vision, and then like he takes off his mask, and then he can't see shit. Really, he can he can sort of see him, but he like yeah is like not. He doesn't have like regular eyes. His yeah. his eyes see different uh, spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like there's just a lot more like to the predator in this one. Yeah, yeah, and like like I said, you know the apex thing, and like it plays all the way up to the end. Mm-hmm. Like the end is uh, it's such a great ending. Yeah, I love the yeah. ending too. The ending's fantastic because like you get you get an idea of what the predators are doing. Because like you get an idea from like what the what uh 
Gary Busey's guys have figured out, right? Like the, he comes when it's hot out and when there's like conflict and stuff yeah. and he comes to hunt and, but like you really figure it out when all the other predators are there and they like give, give Danny respect for killing the other one. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like you killed one of ours. Yeah. Earth is safe for now. Yeah. We, we <laughs> came here. So this guy, we like came here for this guy to hunt in this situation. Yeah. And you beat him. Congratulations. Yeah. Which is the only reason I suffered through 23 seasons of Dragon Ball Z is for that that one <laughs> that one thing right there that Apex versus Apex. Yeah. Like you know, especially if they build it good too, like which this this movie does. Yeah, know, it, like, is. It, like, it really does. Danny is billed as a badass from the beginning. And, yeah. You know, we already know Predator is a badass. So yeah. like, you know, that's a common complaint that we've had with with movies where like, you know, it just feels like the bad guy is there to lose. Yeah. And it's not like that in this. Like there's Yeah, and well like it also like it doesn't really lose in the first one. Yeah. Right? Like cuz Yeah. I mean Arnold... it goes out with like an honorable death yeah. which like we know now is acceptable. Right. Because of Predator 2. Yeah. And yep. like Arnold doesn't actually kill it. Like he hurts it. But it's like, <laughs> I'm going to blow your ass up, motherfucker. <laughs> and Arnie's like, oh, no, <laughs> and runs away. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's compared to the other one. I love the first Predator, but I, I do agree. I think this is like a better movie all around. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> cool. Very little arguing. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because Predator is fucking cool. Is there anything that you guys didn't like about this movie? I mean, I think you covered it with like some of the effects. Like, yeah. I think the pacing is su- the storytelling for this I know. movie is fucking superb. Yeah. I think I think it's like, fantastic. The, the even the editing, like the editing in this, is a lot better than it was in the first one. Yeah. Um. The uh yeah the pacing is fucking fantastic. Like I was in it the whole time. There, you get a few slow slow parts when you need slow parts. You get action when you want action. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it never lost me. And I mean, I've seen this movie lots of times, but I haven't seen it in probably like ten years. Oh yeah, me too. So definitely, yeah. whenever Prometheus came out, so twenty twelve. Yeah, so ten years because I went through and watched everything before yeah. Prometheus because the, the, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was all going to tie together with Prometheus. Yeah. Um she so watched everything. Yeah, so I watched everything and then I was like, Wait, "Where where's the predator?" Not in this. Okay. Yeah. Unofficial. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so I mean, no, there's not really like some of the graphics were cheesy, but it's fucking from 1990 like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I give it a wide 32 years pass old for it yeah. is 32 years old. Yeah. That's how old I am. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations, Dave. <laughs> I was born in 90, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we need to go down to the corner then? Are we ready for the corner already? Do you got, like, is there any is there anything more that you love about this movie, Dave? Um, I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of hit everything on the head. I just love it. Yeah. Uh, I we get more of the Predator. We get Danny Glover. I always love Danny Glover. We yep. got Bill Paxton. Yep. One of the few guys to get killed by a Predator, an alien, and Terminator. Yep. Yeah. So it was like Bill Paxton, like Sean Bean before Sean Bean was Sean Bean. Kinda. 
Bill Paxton dies a lot in movies. All right. All right, internet. Does he die in True Lies? thing. Yes. Does he? I think so. I don't know. The only the only thing I can think of that he doesn't die in is Twister. He doesn't die in Twister because he of the doesn't. belt. The belt saves him. Yep. Because <laughs> fuck tornadoes. Yep. There's a lot of attention paid to actor Sean Bean, who has died 24 times on screen. But according to the Cinemorg Wikia page, oh, so that's shit. a new thing that you guys need to look at. Cine- Cinemorg Wikia page. Bill Paxton has died a grand total of 28 times when factoring movies, TV, and even once in a music video. Whoa. <laughs> He's died in a music video. Bill Paxton, king of death. Oh, that's not... That's sad. <sighs> so this, this our article came out in 2017, so Sean might have beaten him by now, but I don't know. Has Sean done anything else? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't actually. The last movie I seen Sean Bean in was the Black Death. Seen Bean? Oh, Just this came out like after he, he, he passed in. away, like right after Bill Paxton passed away. Guy's been killed by Arnold Schwarzenegger twice. Oh, Black Death is way older than I thought it was. <laughs> Going all the way back to Mortuary in 1983, his character Paul died by getting an axe to the back in true groundskeeper Willie fashion. Have you ever watched Mortuary? <laughs> I think I, I have. have. Okay. It sounds like something I have watched. Uh, Does this go over all of his deaths? Okay, maybe not. He said he got killed by Arnold twice, so was that True Lies? Did he die in a second? Yeah, I'm trying to find that out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, in a dream sequence, Arnold snaps his neck after he eyes up Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah! Even though in reality, Bill Paxton's character Simon does survive the movie. So he was killed by the T-800 in the first Terminator. He was like a punk. Yep. <clears throat> He's credited as a punk leader. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I wish Bill Paxton would have, like, secured the title yeah, in a way that no one could have ever taken it from him, and he just, like, walked into, like, a movie studio and was like, hey, I don't have much longer, so, like, can I be an extra in a bunch of movies where I die? (laughs) Jesus. Bill Paxton died 68 times. In movies, nah, dude, last I'm, week. I'm, th- I'm thinking like 327. Damn, that's a lot. Of yeah, it's just the same scene that they put in <laughs> every movie, movie they ever yeah. release. It's like a there's like a love story movie that comes out with like I don't know fucking Adam Dw- Adam Driver and Matthew McConaughey and <laughs> he's like randomly is like dying. He's in that just dying, in, the dying in the background. <laughs> Jesus. So, anyway. <laughs> Did you want to do the corner? Yeah, let's go to the go down to the corner. All right, let's um, sweat on down to the corner. Definitely. Let's get all sweaty in my corner. It's 128 degrees in this fucking corner, Dave. Yeah, yeah it's hot. It's Watch. hot in this trivia corner. 
Welcome to Dave's Trivia Corner, where the point of this corner is for you to say, Ooh, that's neat. Good job, Russell. You had some oomph on it this week. Yeah. Did. I like your oomph. Yeah. All right. First I like up. your oomph. Thank you. With this hot, hot trivia I have for you all. Uh, the filming of the alley scene was very troublesome for the filmmakers due to the rough neighborhood. The alley was littered with garbage, most of which was used in the film, and played with large rats. Ugh, excuse me. Local residents, angered by the noise created by the film crew, would throw bottles and paper bags filled with feces from windows at the crew in the alleys below. Worst of all, the crew... The film crew found a dead body hidden among the garbage. Holy shit. The most horrible what? places I've ever had to film were in the alleys in downtown Los Angeles. Shane, Shane McHan, not McMahon, <laughs> Shane Mahan commented. And Predator 2 was shot in a lot of those disgusting alleys. They were dirty and depressing and gross with people peeing on walls. We'd be rigging something and there would be rats there. So I said, like, future L.A., because I thought L.A., like, went to shit in the late 90s. No. Um, so they were just portraying L.A. Yeah, <laughs> L.A. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really weird. They found a dead body. I guess the L.A. riots were, what, in, like, 92? Yeah, that's about right, wasn't it? 92? Something like that. All right, more trivia. Uh, several of the hunting party members were played by players from the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Danny Glover was a big fan, and when the production needed several very tall people to play the background predators, he asked them to help out. That's awesome. Fucking cool. Yeah. Ooh, neat, Dave. Yes, sorry. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that it was definitely neat. The first one was neat, too. Sweet, got two for two. Uh, Stephen Hawkins was given the task of directing Predator 2. Uh, after greatly impressing the studio when directing A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Warrior. Dream Child, sorry. Dream Warriors 3. Yeah, I was God say, damn it, Dave. Dream Warrior. Uh, he had been given just four weeks to shoot and a further four weeks to edit the film. This meant that he had to shoot on one stage while the crew dressed the other, allowing them to shoot almost continually. Hmm. That's neat, too. Four that weeks to neat. do this movie. I also want to know... Stephen Hawking's thoughts on predators existing in the universe. Hopkins was that guy. Oh, you said Hopkins. Yeah. Hawkins? Did I say Stephen Hawkins? Hopkins is Stephen Hopkins. Hopkins was Hopkins. the guy. Okay. Okay, so I wasn't well, insane. <laughs> I thought he said Hawkins, not Hawking. I thought he I said Hawkins Hop too. Hopkins. And then I was like 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 the Stephen. And then I was like, his last name's Hawkins. Hawking. No. Stephen Hop Hopkins. Hawking. Hopkins. Yeah, there's no Hawking. on that one. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger said no to Predator 2 uh, because of a dispute over money. Huh. According to producer John Davis, it was over an additional 250000 uh, which the studio refused to pay him. That doesn't seem like a whole lot, but maybe it was in 1990 for an action movie. Yeah. Huh. More trivia. Let's do it. The Jamaican voodoo posse gang seen in the film were based on actual gangs that were terrorizing New York City and Kansas City in the mid to late 1980s. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Uh, the spear weapon that was used in the film disappeared and was reported stolen after filming was completed. <laughs> some some crew hand was like, ooh, shoot. Yeah, I got this. I'm taking this home. Uh, Kevin Peter Hall had uh, studied African tribal dances in order to get into the feel and flexibility of the predator and to give him a personality. Yeah, because it, def- cool. it feels like a different predator, too. Yeah, yeah. You right there, Russell? So, I mean, I don't necessarily think that anyone is overpaid because, like, whatever you can get, I guess, like, get it. But $250,000 is the equivalent of slightly over half a million dollars today. Uh huh. Damn. So, like, $250,000 wasn't enough in 1990. But yeah, I, f- uh, I feel like half a million dollars today wouldn't make a difference to actors. But I feel like two hundred fifty thousand dollars should have made a difference in the nineteen ninety. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's interesting. I Ooh, thought it was going to be a lot neat. more than that. Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the original storyline of the film was to have taken place in New York City. But Jim Thomas and John Thomas quickly changed it to Los Angeles because the budget because of budget concerns. The scene where the predator raises the skull during the lightning storm was to have taken place atop the Chrysler building. Mm. Oh. That would have been expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was an interesting scene. I completely blocked that one out. Yeah, that's not a great scene. Where he just like randomly gets hit by lightning and you're just like, what? Is he yeah. Thor? <laughs> Uh, got a couple more. All right, do it. Uh, some of the predator sounds were recycled from tremors. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know tremors rules. Yeah, I really like the first one. Yeah, that's great. I rewatched it like not that long ago. I think I liked the first two. When you were talking about tremors, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch tremors. It's great. I think I liked the first two. I don't think they lost me until four. There's like seven now. Yeah, I haven't seen the last I like rented them on Amazon, I think. Two more. All right, let's do it. After having the lower portion of his left arm sliced off, the city hunter was played in wide shots by one-armed stuntman R. David Smith. Huh. Ooh, neat. Interesting. Uh, last one. I'm getting all these needs. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, the subway attack scene was directly adapted from the first Predator comic book series. The producers thought it was cool and wanted to use it in the film. That's super neat. That is I like neat. that. Yeah. I like that too. I also like that scene. Yeah, it's a good scene. It's really cool. Uh, this has been Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, that's neat. All right, you guys you ready to set ra- me up for? It. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you guys ready to rate this movie? I'd rate it. Okay, uh, I am going to give this a nine. Oh, Ooh. I think it's a really good movie. Uh, there's, you know, barring a couple of effects things, I think it looks really good uh, for a '90s movie. Uh, and like the acting isn't is like you know good. Uh, the acting is good. I like 
was stumbling over how I wanted to say that, and I said isn't, but the acting is good uh, for what they're doing. Um, I think everything came off the way they intended it to come off, and I think that's mm-hmm. something that a lot of uh, movies have a hard time with. Yes. Uh, and the way that it was portrayed within the confines of the plot that they had and the effects that they had work really well. Like movies are movies, right? They, they're complete. They're done. They're like put out, you know, sometimes they're rushed or whatever and they're missing pieces because the, of inner interference or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they're done, right? They, yeah. they come out in a finished state and like a lot of times there's disconnects between the acting and the plot and the look and the tone. And I don't think any of those things happened in this movie. I think the pacing is really good. And I think everything works with each other to make a singular piece of art. Um, whether that piece of art has, uh, random tits and tons of gore and guns shooting at people. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's extremely well done. Uh, so if that's not your bag, then you're not, you're not going to think it's great. But if you want to watch something and is, that is very cohesive in the way it's done, uh, I think this is a very cohesive movie and it like works exactly as it should. Uh, it existed in the time it needed to exist in, uh, to get the the get across the point that it was trying to get across, so I think it's a nine because it's just very well done. Awesome, Russell. Uh, I'm going to keep this short. Uh, I agree with everything you just said, and I'm also going to give it a nine. Wow, that's it. Yep, Dave. Awesome. I'll keep it even shorter. Ten. It rules. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay. No, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like I don't know. So before we start doing these Predator movies, yeah. I was like, I think Predator Two is my favorite. Yeah. And then I think Predators is my second favorite, and I think Predator is my third favorite. Uh so watching through them, I'm at least right so far about what my favorite one was. And we'll see when we get to Predators. Okay. Which is next. Next. Is Fuck yeah. Next? Wow. Predators and then the Predator. Oh yeah. Then Prey. Then, then AVP. The AVP and AVP, AVP Requiem or whatever. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of DQB Does. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Searching Drafty Quarters Productions. You can also find us on Patreon. Searching the same thing. Please donate to our uh, general support tier of one dollar a month. We have a goal of reaching a thousand supporters so that we can live large and in charge uh no that's not enough money for us to do that uh <laughs> maybe for them <laughs> <laughs> that's not enough money i make i, I don't want to talk about how much i make uh but it's more than a thousand dollars a month um but uh we need a thousand dollars a month so that we can afford to increase our production values yes um we could do a lot with that i know i joke about microwave burritos and stuff but we can replace microphones we can get better lighting for the video shows because we do a video show every week uh, we do. the dqp weekly um i spent my frozen if you notice the lighting did change this week yeah but i've spent my frozen burrito money yeah on, on lights. lights yeah so yeah i owe him some of my frozen burrito money yeah. um <laughs> i think i do too 
Now you're good, buddy. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, More burritos for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, if we can get everybody to donate, that'd be fantastic. Um, and we can increase our production values. Maybe eventually if we get enough listeners and we can get some more money. We can do this full time. Make a movie. <laughs> Russell, stop it. <laughs> Make a movie about us doing a podcast full time. It's, it's, well, it's not about that. It's just a documentary. We just want to make a documentary. Okay. But it's a fun one. All right. A fun-umentary. Fun-umentary. And then I remembered something we didn't talk about on the weekly. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck, we didn't. Well, the, the the weekly was running long anyway. Very long. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, have a wonderful time. Uh, later on the Menje or something. I don't know what... Are you, I was doing the fucking uh, catch you on the flip side, but now we've put that on the other show. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do I do now? Um, bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that works. Everyone knows. Yeah. Okay, pussy face. It's your move. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.